You see it every day. The first dollar you earn from your first customer. Now it hangs on your wall at headquarters. A reminder of where you started and the promise of what's still to come. In part because you rely on Sandy Spring Bank to help you make the right choices on real estate and equipment loans, treasury management, and commercial services. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your business. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash business. Credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank. This call is being recorded. Yeah, this call is being recorded. Hey, Bush Republican fans, welcome to a reactionary live, not live, but semi-live. Greg, hi. Hi. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, I'm, le- I'm legitimately shaking. I, I don't know what the fuck is happening. I, I have no idea. Um, I'm in a hotel in Chicago, as we've said on the past podcast. I've been sitting here refreshing Twitter nonstop. I thought there was no fucking way Ryan McDonough was getting moved. Uh, I, I said in the podcast past couple weeks that I thought he would get moved, but I didn't think it would happen once the deadline hit. And now all of a sudden I'm hearing JT Miller's in the package. I, 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 I gave up on uh, the Rangers trading Ryan McDonough today. I'm the asshole that said today was going to be a fucking stinker. Yo, I didn't was, think the Rangers were going to do anything. I, how does the I Rangers, really didn't think they were. I have, really, I have a quick question, Greg, for you. Yeah, hit me. How does the Rangers dick taste? Oh, my God. Jeff Gordon. <laughs> all right, so we have no idea what the Rangers are getting back in this trade, right? We All we know is JT Miller and McDonough are likely going to Tampa. Um, so you, just so everyone knows, we're sitting here on our phones recording. Yep. I, I'm in a hotel room, Greg at home. I'm on a laptop, so it's not my usual uh, – you're not getting the usual Bushard breakaway style and editing that you usually get. I'm sorry about that. No, but, the, you know what? It's perfect that you're not getting it because this shit is fucked up. Um, uh, Darren Jager is confirming that Miller and McDonough are going. So Sergachev is coming back. It ha- like I know it, we. It has to be. It has to be. I don't know how the Rangers would give up those two guys without getting Sergachev in return. I, I, it's, it has to be that case. I, t- <laughs> you're not getting both those players without getting Sergachev back. I, I ha- I'm, I'm refreshing Twitter like a fucking madman. Yeah, my. Uh... I swear to God, if I see one more fucking person just say this deal is going to be a doozy, just tell me the players. I didn't yeah. know. What's the, why is everyone sitting there like, guess what, guys? I know something you don't know. I know, this <laughs> is terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy Christ. I just – Ryan, I, I need to know things. I I um, need to know. Uh, listen, can we just talk about how the Tampa Bay – are you going to root for the Tampa Bay Lightning? Because I am. Uh, it, abs- it's, absolutely. It's just uh, Rangers also, South. <laughs> Ryan, just so you know, we might have someone from Raw Charge join the podcast as well as we're doing this. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to pull our own deal. This is going to be a, a wild, wild ride. My oh friend. my god! My uh, so, all right. Let me let me give you a slice of my afternoon. Right around yeah, one o'clock, I really did give up on the Rangers making a big move. So mm-hmm. I started just watching the Mets Astros game. Yeah. Um, I saw you tweeting about the Mets, by the way, and I was like, this guy tweeting about the Mets on <laughs> deadline day? This guy's a dick. I don't know why I really I thought the Rangers – Ryan, I swear to God, I thought it was over. I didn't think the Rangers were making a move. Okay. Um, can I just say that Syndergaard looked tasty as ever? I just want to no, say that. No, no, you cannot. <laughs> this, is, this is a deadline. The captain of the New York Rangers just got traded along cannot, with one of the well, – Ryan, cannot I cannot talk, with this. I cannot with this trade. I cannot with this trade. You cannot talk about Syndergaard at all. That's it. It's over now. <laughs> I, you know, um, plenty of, by the way, there's going to be plenty of lousy Rangers shit coming up. So uh, after the State of the Rangers podcast, we could do a full Mets-Yankees spring training breakdown. But for right now, trade deadline only. Only. I, 
first of all, we're not getting off this phone call until uh, someone tells us what the fuck this package is. Or I legitimately have to go work. Yes. No, fuck <laughs> that. You ain't working. I'm going to just stay on the call. Oh, okay. You just, stay on, one. you just stay on the call. That's fine. Um, I, oh, I'm, uh, I'm here I for really a bit. So Ryan McDonough now moving to the Tampa Bay Lightning. My first reaction was, holy shit, I cannot believe they got it done. My second reaction was, I cannot believe they're going to pair him with Dan Girardi. Right? They're totally going to. <laughs> what, what did Ryan McDonough do to deserve this? You can't put him with Hedman. Like, this is the, this is the best defenseman Ryan McDonough is ever going to play with this in his entire career. And his reward is a reunion with Dan Girardi. Like, <laughs> how unlucky can one guy be? Oh, man. I, I'm sitting here. So it looks like the, the looks like one a huge return by the Ranger of Lightning, but so far it's been reported that Ryan McDonough and JT Miller are involved. Yes, I understand that. Now tell me who it is. Tell me. Dude, I'm I am I am I, See by the time you listen to this podcast, Greg and I, you everyone out there will already know what the return is at this point in time, and uh we'll be giving our reactions live. This is a very unorthodox podcast. No, but you know what? Something this big, I feel like it's actually better to be unorthodox. There's no way you and I could have prepared for this kind of thing, even if we wanted to. I, I, like mentally, I've been trying to prepare myself for weeks what a Ryan McDonough trade would look like, and I think I got to that point. But my word, man, JT Miller in the same package, which is crazy because we've spoken about JT Miller pretty much every podcast the past couple of weeks, saying the Rangers going to have to make a decision. And guess what, guys, they did. The decision was they weren't going to sign, re- re-sign JT Miller and they were going to ship him out for as much as they could at the same time. Now, we don't know what that return is again right now, uh, but we're patiently waiting to refresh Twitter like the mindless zombies we are. Yeah, give me one second. I'm sending a message. That's to fine. Him. Do your thing. I want to talk about more uh, Ryan McDonough. He's definitely going to play with Dan Girardi. We've now shipped two captains of the New York Rangers of the Tampa Bay Lightning in four years. So that's a phenomenal turnaround for us. Uh, I, I just can't. Fi- I I'm gonna have to root for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and that feels weird. Uh, but I would love to see Ryan McDonough win a cup. It sucks. It's gonna be possibly with somebody. I'm not possibly, definitely with somebody else at this point. But Jesus Christ, I hope this return is loaded. Loaded. Okay. Um. So here are things we need to tackle in the next 20 minutes or so as we wait for this package to come out. We got to talk about who the next Rangers captain is. Uh, We have to talk about the impact of JT Miller leaving on Kevin Hayes and Ryan Spooner, something Mm -hmm. we talked about briefly yesterday, but now has legitimate implications that we have to cover. Um, We got to talk about the future of the Rangers defense. This, this trade. I still think the Rangers are trying to be competitive next season. I, I think that's the goal. This is not supposed to be a two year, multiple year rebuild. However, this, I think, safe to say, is a franchise-altering trade. You don't just trade Miller and McDonough in the same package without having to take a big step back and evaluate what this team's future looks like. This is, it's going to be, I mean, there's no easy way to say it. We're entering a new era of Rangers hockey. Oh, the error is here. Today is the day. It's the defining date. This is... The, the former era of those teams that made those deep playoff pushes, it's over. Congratulations, you are on to the next era of Rangers hockey, and we will be here to join and cry with you. Because <laughs> I don't think it's going to be easy, Greg, but it, we are headed in the right direction. I, I just, 
oh my God, how long have we been talking about Ryan McDonough trade scenarios and JT Miller trade scenarios? And never once did we talk about them both in the same trade scenario. I, uh, I really can't, I really can't, I have such a hard time believing this deal doesn't include Sergachev. I, it can't, um, we're going to be so sad. Are we going to be so sad when it doesn't? Like when we're sitting here. Oh my God. Know? Our live reaction to when we see the return and it's just not Sergachev. I'm, I'm not going to have words refreshing. for the things that just, are going to happen. Just, just refreshing. Um, okay. Well, as we're refreshing, let's repeat what we said about JT Miller yesterday for those who may not have heard it. Getting Ryan Spooner allowed the Rangers to more aggressively seek out trade partners for JT Miller. Ryan Spooner is, again, I said this yesterday, I'll say it again. Ryan Spooner is not an exact one-to-one swap for JT Miller, but he gives you at least 80% of what Miller can do. And he looked great against the Red Wings. All things considered, coming to the Rangers without a single practice under his belt, playing with a completely new set of teammates. Ryan Spooner looked good last night. And I know it's one game against the bad Eastern Conference team, so it's I should have tempered expectations, but Spooner is going to be cheaper than Miller and he's going to give you as much production, maybe a little less. Um, man, I, right. JT Miller is a complicated figure. And I think, Do you know, who didn't look good last figure. night, Greg, who Rick Nash in, in a, Bruins. in a Bruins Jersey who lost to the who lost to the Sabres and we needed them to lose to the Sabres. He looks Really shitty in that jersey, and it feels really awful. I did not, I, as you know, I'm a big Rick Nash supporter. We've talked about this in the podcast before, and I, looking at him in the jersey, gave me an uneasy feeling. I didn't think it would hit me that hard, but it did. I wasn't ready for it. Yeah, I, I, I said the same thing today. I, I love Rick Nash. I still think he might be coming back this off season, but there was something jarring about seeing him in yellow and black, right? It just didn't look right. It looked funny. It looked odd. It, it, yeah, I don't know. I was just sitting there like, this doesn't, none of this feels good. Uh, <laughs> I don't it sounds know. like uh, Namistnikov is in this trade. Is that, so that's one. That's one piece. <laughs> um, the raw charge writer, Matthew Estevez, who's going to be joining us very shortly, refers to him as the Russian Justin Bieber. So I uh, already like this guy. Okay, so Namiskikov, and he yeah, is... Yeah, you're going to struggle. Namistnikov. So, Bob McKenzie just tweeted, I'm going to yep. struggle. You ready? Sure. Yeah. Not, he's not in the trade. It's Libor Hijek. Brett, oh, we got a Holden back, didn't we? Brett Holden, round two. Namiskikov, which I just screwed up already, and a 2018 first-round pick and conditional second-round pick. That can't be it. No Sergachev. That can't be it. I don't know how to feel. That cannot be it. Hmm. That feels um, like not as much as I thought it would so, be. I don't recognize the prospects in this trade. So it's just, it's hard for me to think that they were able to get this deal done without Radish, without Sergachev, without the. I that can't be it. I need and, a smarter prospect guy telling me who the hell. Yeah, like maybe. What should I know or react here? I think it's pretty obvious we're not huge. 
podcast guy, not use podcast guys, use prospect guys. No. That being said, if Sergachev's not in the deal for two players of that caliber, that feels awful. God, Steve Eiserman, Jesus Christ. It's not like the Rangers were bent over a barrel either. I just, I don't, I, all the names we talked about with raw charge writers in the past on this podcast and on Twitter, I find it, Anthony Sorelli had to be involved. Radish had to be involved. Sergachev had to be involved. I'm not By saying way, all of them. Brett, Brett I'm saying Howden. one of them. Right. One of them. And this does not feel, feel good. Okay. I need someone. I need someone to tell me I, I'm okay because this is not I, at all. I feel, I'm feeling... This is this is hockey podcasting 101 by the way. We warned yeah. you guys that we were just going to be live reacting to this shit. Um this right, feels let's... particularly bad because I wanted Sergey I thought Sergeyev could be possible for Ryan McDonough. Like Yeah, I don't up. like that Drew says he's pretty fucking annoyed by that package. That's uh that's a bad sign. Um it's Howden not Holden by the way. We got Yeah, I just tried to say duped. that. Yeah. Um Jesus so Christ. Drew Way is officially calling this a trash haul. Don't like that. Don't like that one bit. It sounds like you know what it sounds like. It sounds like these pieces would be fine if it was just McDonough. I agree with you. Why did we throw in JT Miller? That feels like a throw-in at this point, doesn't it? Yeah. Man, I don't know. That doesn't feel that doesn't feel right. Yeah, first of all, and I know it's a deep draft, right? The yeah. Lightning are the favorites. Uh, it's, it's not. It's it's a deep draft at the top end. It's not deep once you get out of the top like eight or ten. Then it just becomes an average NHL first round. This is a terrible return, Greg. And I know immediate reaction. And it's I know. It's knee-jerk, and we talked about how we don't know prospects that well. But if I'm trading my captain, and I know that doesn't fucking matter, but a, a, a top-flight defenseman, and I'm throwing in a very talented winger who was one of the high scorers on the team, and I don't get Sergachev? What am uh, I doing? All right. Chris Peters, who writes about hockey prospects for ESPN, says... It's a pretty solid haul for the Rangers. Tampa Bay has deep prospect pool. I like Hajek and Howden a lot, but it doesn't empty the cupboard for what they got. Fascinating deal. Um, whew. It, yeah. So when people has were to, saying, has to feel like, a has to feel like the Rangers are very high on Nemistikov. So when people were saying, the people were this is a crazy deal. What they really meant was, I cannot believe the Rangers are sending McDonough and Miller at the same time. And then Justin Bourne, another noted prospect writer for the Athletic. Depending on how you rate McDonough, seems a quality haul for the Rangers. And if you're Tampa Bay, swapping Nemesnikov for McDonough makes you better today. So sure, think Toronto pursued hard but couldn't match what Tampa Bay was willing to give. This Travis, could be this could be a case of. This could be a case of we just fell in love with certain high-end names, and then once we, the high-end names weren't included, 
we got a little bit of sticker shock. Travis Yost, who's been on this podcast before, uh, friend of the program, just said, I think Yeiserman just took another team in a deal, guys. Great. Yeah, it just uh, – I'm going to call in – we're going to bring in Matthew Estevez now um, as we're talking about this just because he's going to know these guys a lot better than us. So him having an idea as to what this is, it's going to be any just much better than what we can do. So okay. let's keep talking while we're doing this because we can multitask. Initial – yeah, it, it just feels like Spooner and Namistikov. Namistikov. They're good pieces. I just, I don't know, Ryan. I don't know. It it feels like a downer. Yeah, I'm not excited. The only player off the team is Namiskakov. Like, I don't know enough about prospects, but I know that Sergachev was the real deal and the prized the prized prospect that you wanted to get. Um, and I guess he was off the table. Maybe, maybe Ryan, what we're missing here is maybe we're over-evaluating JT Miller. Is that the problem that we're having? Could that be why we're disappointed in this? Is our, are our feelings for JT Miller just too high? Were we expecting too much in return for him? I don't think so. Because in a sense, you can say that Namistnikov and Miller is the swap and then all the pieces are for McDonough. Right, I guess you could say that's like I I don't really have words, Greg. Like the I'm disappointed, and there's no is there a worse feeling in sports than being disappointed? Probably not. Um, I don't think so. It, it's hard. These guys are really McDonough and Miller are two guys that Ranger fans have fallen in love with, and rightfully so. I'm looking up uh, Namistnikov's page right now on cap friendly i want to see what his contract slash restricted free agency situation another another drew, like. another drew tweet i'll read out loud people saying it's complete trash hall for the new york rangers i think are exaggerating even though drew wasn't just, he the one that just said that I just said yes even though drew just said that but it's not what you'd hope for while death matters in the nhl more than the nba it's still a star driven re- league and the rangers pretty much settled for quantity instead of quality yeah, it looks like Namistikov is going to be a restricted free agency after this year. So that's another guy the Rangers are going to have to consider paying. This is a fat L for me. No uh, point. Let's see. Points. No, Man, 44 points this season, 20 goals. No Sergachev, no foot, no point. I know point in my was mind, another, was another in guy my mind really the, Rangers, the Rangers must see some serious Namistikov upside. It's the only thing that makes sense. He's already got a career high in points this year in 62 games. He's on his way. We have a friend. Yep. I am here. Hello, we're, Matthew. We're literally already potting because we have, we're just trying to process all this stuff. Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> um, Ryan, well, since he, I, I don't know if I properly introduced him to you, this is Matthew Estevez of Raw Charge. Hi, Matthew. We spoke to one of your, uh, your co-workers, question mark? Uh, you probably talked to Tanya, who's my editor. There you go. We did. Um, so far, we're feeling very underwhelmed. Talk to us um, about what you're feeling. <laughs> okay, so, so from what I've seen, uh, from what Bob McKenzie tweeted out about what the return is, hold on, let me pull up my Twitter right now so I can actually have the tweet right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are getting Vlasov Domestikov, who's a roster player, Libor Hayek and Brett Howden, 
yep. um, who are two uh, high prospects that we have. Our first round pick this year and a conditional second round pick, which I, he didn't say what year. I'm assuming it's this year. It just came out that um, the second round pick becomes a first if you win the Stanley Cup this or next year. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yep. Elliot Friedman just tweeted. Okay. That that's 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 perfectly reasonable in my opinion. Um, <laughs> I mean, when I first saw it, I kind of jumped up and was like. I'll take that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because because <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, I will happily take that. From our perspective, I mean, we lose Nemestikov. Nemestikov has been a wonderful player for us for his entire time with the Lightning organization. Uh, would I say he's a core player? No. But he's a player who can pretty much do whatever you need. You need him to kill penalties? You can do that. You need him to go play in the power play? You can do that. You need him to be a possession driver at 5v5, he can do that. The thing with Nemestikov is, Nemestikov is much more of a, uh, he's much more of a feeder than a finisher. He's, he's always had trouble in Tampa finishing. This is the first year he's ever cracked above 15 goals uh, during any of his three, uh, three plus seasons with Tampa Bay. He's a good player. It's just, you need to, you need to get players who can score around him. He, he'll drive a line. He'll play well. It's just, when it comes to scoring, he, he needs those guys who can put the puck in the net. His shot's not that great. How did Howden was our first round pick um, two years ago? He's projected to be a really good center, um, a top six center. Uh, wasn't likely. Hayek is also a really good prospect. They're two, probably more than likely, aside from Foot, our two best prospects aside from Cal Foot and some of the guys down in Syracuse. I'll, I'll uh, tell you. I'll tell you. Friedman is now reporting that it's Hayek was the guy the Rangers wanted to seal the deal. I don't think they would have done it. Hayek, without Hayek is good, man. Hayek is good. Like at the at the World Juniors, he stood. He was one of the big players for Canada who stood out. Hayek is good. You're making me feel a little Hayek. better. I will say. I that. mean, I, you're you're getting you're getting two. I mean, if as long as they hit their um, ceilings with Hayek and Howden, you're getting two really good players. Like it needs to be stated repeatedly that Hayek and Howden are legit prospects. Like they're project top tier prospects that you guys should be really excited about. Nemestikov, for a roster player, it's probably not the best you guys could have gotten. To be honest, if, if I'm just being neutral and not being biased, you probably could have squeezed a bit more. Um, but Nemestikov's still a good NHL center, and he and he can play anywhere. Like he can play wing, he can play center. He's very malleable. Uh, whether or not Vin, uh, Elaine Vigneault will use him in that way, I, I can't. I can't vouch for that. Sadly. Definitely won't. Um, well, hopefully, hopefully, Elaine Vigneault won't be making those decisions this time. Uh, come. October. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. So Hopefully. were you expecting to get JT Miller back also? Cause we thought this would no. be a fine return for Ryan McDonough, but then we threw in JT Miller and I feel like we lost value there pretty hard. I, I was actually surprised. Like the first time I saw the tweet, I was like, okay, we got McDonough. Cause I, I was like one of the few people who was just calm and just like, okay, are we going to do anything? Cause like, I had said it in, in raw charge of slack discussion. I was like, we're probably going to stand pad at this rate. Cause we would have heard something by now. And then uh, literally three minutes later, McDonough's going to Tampa. And I was like, Oh, okay. What happened? And the next thing I know, JT Miller's going to Tampa. I was like, wait, what? And that's when I started getting worried. I was like, if we're getting Miller and McDonough, that's when I started getting worried. I'm like, are we giving up Sergachev? Are we giving up points? Well, I was like, that's it's funny you mentioned that because that's when we started getting excited. Um, we jumped to the podcast right away and we we're like, there's no way they didn't give up Sergachev if we traded the Miller and McDonough. And it turns out you guys I, did. I, I can't. I, I I'm kind of surprised, honestly, that the Rangers didn't pry specifically Sergachev. Um, 
in this trade. I, I really am. I, I don't know what Eiserman does to people in trade negotiations, but I mean, for giving up Hayek, Howden, Nemestikov, a first and a second, I'm, as somebody who is a Tampa fan and who didn't want the team to give up a ton, I will take this all day, every day. And that's I what bet- makes me upset. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I the only way I can see the Rangers agreeing to this trade is if Jeff Gordon made Eiserman signed a blood pact that forces McDonough to play with Girardi. Oh, God. That's going to happen. You guys, you guys can enjoy that now. Have fun. Uh, I, mean, I mean, Girardi hasn't been a tire fire for us, surprisingly. He has not. Just you. Um, he, he hasn't been a tire fire yet. I'm, trust me, I've seen enough of, of uh, Girardi in the playoffs to know that it's coming. And I'm 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 clutching like I'm clutching a pillow just like oh god please please don't please don't do Girardi things in the playoffs and he probably is. Well, as long as you shelter his minutes, you're going to be fine. The Girardi's biggest problem in New York is Elaine Vigneault treated him as a top line defenseman. Yeah, and he's played between 15 to 17 minutes with us this season. Occasionally, he's jumped up to 19, 20 on certain games, but consistently, he's been about the 15 to 16 to 17 minute mark with us. I still, I really, I'm. I know we sound sad, and that's because we are. Um, I, we, I, 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 again, I, I don't blame you, man. Like, I really <laughs> expected us to give more than that. Like, you, you're getting two great prospects and a good roster player, but for JT Miller and Ryan McDonough, I, I expected at least one more piece, like another pick, another top prospect. I didn't really expect another roster player, and the Mestikov kind of made the most sense when it came roster player, but if he wasn't going to give you guys point or Sergachev, I kind of expected one more piece to this. I really, I really thought did. if we didn't get Sergachev, we'd get point. And when we didn't get either, that's when I became very confused. Um, yeah, I, I will be heavily I would, rooting for you to win a cup now. So yeah, there's that. So you, get two, so you can get two first rounders for us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like, like they're going to be high round first round picks. You guys are going to win the fucking cup. <laughs> yeah, basically. So it's almost a second. It, it's just yeah. yeah, man. I'm. I don't. I don't. I, I'm. <laughs> I mean, as a Tampa fan, I'm ecstatic. As just someone who oh, yeah. likes to look things neutrally. I mean, New York got a nice package back, but I just, like I said, I expected one more prospect or one more pick with this. I really did. If that package was just for Ryan McDonough, I would be like, okay, cool. I get it. He is Ryan, he's Ryan McDonough. He's looked a little bit off this year at some points. He might have been playing injured. You know, you're getting two years of him, though. Like, So I get why you didn't understand. You didn't want to give up Sergachev or point. I mean, you guys were talking about not giving up Sergachev for Carlson, right? That was, that was on the table or something that was talked yep. about. Um, so yep. Car- Carlson, obviously an all world, all legendary player. And if Sergeyev wasn't going to be involved in that, um, how could I expect it for Ryan McDonough? But when I throw in like another very talented winger, uh, I expect I, I would have been fine with just the return being a first round pick and Sergeyev. Like I would have been very cool yep. with that. My, yep. my, my only thought is there, maybe the Rangers know something about what JT Miller's price point is going to be this off season. And they just decided to cut bait as opposed to making this drag out to the draft when his agent can start chirping about, we're not signing unless we get X, Y, Z, which could then stare, scare other teams away. Maybe the Rangers have had enough conversations with Miller and his representatives that they know it won't take anything less than $5 million annually to lock him up long-term. And they just want it out before word got out to other teams that this was his price point. I'm, I'm just trying that to think sense. of kind of tinfoil hat theories here to make me feel a little better about the trade. 
I just you look at something. Paul Stastny himself got a good prospect in a first round pick this in this coming draft. And JT Miller is worth at least that. So for JT Miller to be included in this trade, and I I I just I don't know. It feels light. And uh, as as excited as I as I could read up on Brett Howden and Hayek, you made them sound like they're probably what top five Tampa Bay Lightning prospects. It's not Foot, it's not Radish, who are two guys that we were looking at. But I, I, I mean, we're honestly, I know it's, I'd be I, I I'm higher on Howden than Radish. Are you really? Yeah, I'm higher. I'm higher. I'm, I'm I'm always a little higher on centers than wingers. I always am, just in general. That's I, fair. Okay, that's a fine point. Uh, yeah, we're just miserable. We've because I think we're spoiled I, too because I, this I, whole week is yeah. Jeff Gordon doing. I mean, we've got a third round pick back for a whole. The Rick Nash uh, trade was uh, very profitable for us. Grabner gave us a nice return, so I was expecting like, okay, here I mean, we are. What do you guys have right now? You guys have what? You have what? Three first round picks this draft, right? Yep, three firsts, three firsts, two seconds, and two thirds for this coming draft. Oh man, you guys are rolling in picks. And I one, mean, of those, all by one of those picks Boston is going to be top seven. Gonna, yeah, all by, you know, Boston and ours is going to be low, but I mean, whew. And now the job is to hit those picks. picks. You got to hit two. Yeah. Or package <laughs> yeah, them. You're right. Or package them for some. I, mean, I, don't, I, I don't know what the Rangers are going to package them for, but they could pack. I mean, shit, the Rangers could package all three picks and be like, hey, Ottawa, how's Eric Carlson treating you? Yo, if you guys somehow pull a fucking Eric Carlson trade like that, I'll legitly just like throw my phone across the fucking. Oh, thing. I'll lose my shit. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> like, like we 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 go up before the before before the number one overall pick comes up, we have a trade to announce. The Rangers are trading their entire draft for Eric Carlson, <laughs> and they've signed him to a seven-year deal. And I would just sit there and take my pants off immediately. Uh, oh God, just... that would be that would be insane. So let's let look at let's look at this trade a little bit more from the Lightning perspective before Ryan and I start crying. Where do you see Miller and McDonough sliding in for the Lightning? Uh well, McDonough. I mean, I, McDonough's always been a good defenseman. He's always been good. He's just always been paired with bad partners. From what I've seen as an outsider looking at you guys, that's what I've always seen with McDonough. Yep. I've always thought McDonough was like right outside that top ten defender in the entire NHL. He just keeps getting screwed by his you know by his coaching staff and the personnel around him. Best best play um, to ever play with him was Anton Strawman. Yeah, and well, we we have a wonderful Anton Strawman. <laughs> you got like twelve. That's weird. Who who gets to be the captain, Callahan or McDonough? That's the real question I want to know. I don't know. I don't know. They might. They might. Him, McDonough, and Girardi are probably. I mean, yeah, him, McDonough, and Girardi are probably just sitting there like bromancing it up the entire time. They all know each other. But, you have half the Rangers team. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, we if we if we just kept Brian Boyle from last year. Oh jeez! If you had Brian Boyle too, I I I would just buy a Lightning jersey. It's, oh, it's God, at that point. So we miss him so damn much. He's great. We miss him. Miss him. But when it comes to where McDonough can line up, uh, I mean, some people are already talking about like Hedman McDonough, and I'm like, that's probably not going to happen. Um, Cooper yeah. does like to do the hand in this type thing, but since we're a little uneven on that, he could go. Um, Given the fact that Sergeyev and Girardi has actually been pretty solid, he could go um, McDonough Strawman, which would be wonderful, and then keep and then just cycle defenders with Hedman because Hedman can carry anybody basically, and that would really help out the defense because our biggest weakness on defense has been the uh, lower half. 
Coburn and Schuster have been just not good this season. Sergachev has been uh, well, but he's hit his rookie wall, so you need to kind of shelter him a little bit. Girardi has been exactly what we need, basically, surprisingly. I, I did not like it. I wrote a whole piece saying this really probably isn't going to end well, and he's treaded water, and he's done well in the middle part and the bottom part of the lineup for our defense. And if those two can tread water and be solid, then you can put McDonough with Strawman and, well, McDonough, Strawman, and Hedman with whoever is a pretty nice top four if, if, if you're really going to pinch, uh, pinch pennies about it. Miller, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I don't know a ton about J.T. Miller. J.T. Miller completely blindsided me. I, I thought he wasn't going to leave at here's, all. Here's your uh, two-sentence recap of J.T. Miller. He's just high upside offensive talent. He can be a 60-point player on the right team. you got to shelter him offensively, though. That guy mm. can give it up defensively. Mm, okay. So uh, is, he, is he more of a winger or is he more of a center? Oh, he's you a, have to he, play him on the wing. Do not he's play a natural him center. center, but he's a winger. Yes. No, he's. I wouldn't. Okay, even, he's not a natural center anymore. He his so defensive liabilities are too much to be playing at center. Okay, so it's, oh boy, we're very fluid with our top six forwards. Um, of course, we all know about the Stamkov line, which is no longer the Stamkov line since the Meskov is gone. Miller could possibly go into that slot. I mean, what you're just telling me that worries me a little bit, but who knows? Cooper likes to experiment. The second line was point, uh, point whoever, basically, could be filled with anything. Uh, Miller could go on that line. We have Palat coming back in, in the middle of March, so that's an addition in and of itself. So Palat could go to the top line. More than likely, Miller will probably fit somewhere on the second and third lines for us because part of our issue offensively has been our third line has kind of like sputtered at times. It's, it's clicked at times. It's sputtered at times. It's only really clicked when we've moved some players up to the uh, upper part of our lineup, and then they start scoring, and then they carry that hush rate down to the third line and so on. Um, so more than likely, I would expect Miller to probably get time with Point, Stamkos, and on the third line, and then they decide where he slides in the best. I mean, Pollock, I think, is going to get the first shot at the top end with Stamkos and Kucherov, unless they put Kucherov with Point and mix those things up. But we'll see. Uh, the forward lines have been very fluid since December for Tampa Bay. Interesting. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm not. I'm not shocked at all that McDonough – went to the lightning. That's the whole reason we had Tanya on. I think it was two, three weeks ago now talking about potential targets. The Rangers could get, um, yeah, the, the Miller inclusion blindsided me 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure all of us got blindsided by the Miller inclusion. That's why it's hard to really kind of gauge. Cause I wasn't expecting us to get any kind of forward. I was expecting just a defenseman and that was it. Yeah. Look, Listen, we're just jumping salary to get John Tavares this summer. That's all we're doing. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> no, I can't. Put, put the mist, the mist you know what? You guys the gonna have the money. Hey, uh, was there any? Was there any? I haven't. I haven't paid this into Twitter. Has there been any talk about any um, retainment on McDonough's salary, or is it just nothing on that? I haven't. I haven't seen anything to no suggest the Rangers salary. are retaining. I believe you guys have no all. talk on salary. Okay, if we haven't heard anything by now, I highly doubt there was any for it. Yeah, it seems like everything I've been reading this whole time we've been sitting here. It just seems like there's nothing in salary. Yeah. It's I, I mean, Which if we retain salary, I would be throwing up right now and probably coming to fight you personally. <laughs> I, you know, I wouldn't blame you because it was. I mean, if it was that, and like, it's some people might see it like some people might see it like a ripoff, and on some cases, with two of those players, what we gave you, oh, I mean, oh, you can kind of make the argument. It's just I think Hayek and Howden are going to be really good players for you guys, and that Mestikov is going to be. 
Um, solid for you guys. It's just I, I think he might underwhelm just because of your coach, to be honest. I mean, I've never been a, I've never been a Lenny Vigneault fan. Yeah, you're talking to the right guy. Well, yeah. well, well <laughs> welcome to the official podcast that has wanted Elaine Vigneault out before he signed his extension. Yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of him when he was in Vancouver, for Christ's sake. Yeah, we uh, we just are living the dream in New York we, at the we moment. We certainly are. Why? It makes me feel better to hear you say that about the prospects we got back. But also, you're also putting me in this very strange situation to root for a team I sort of despise, um, mostly for game do you seven. Still have, do, you, do you do you still have sore spots from that conference final? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it sucks. <It's, laughs> I am so. It's sore. okay. We. It's okay. I still have open sores from the conference final against Pittsburgh. Okay, Drew yeah. was onside. He was fucking yeah. onside. <laughs> and you guys probably – I wish you guys would have beat the Blackhawks, to be honest. So there you go. Um, I still say to this day that if Kucherov hadn't got hurt, if Bishop hadn't got hurt, and Johnson hadn't got hurt, we could have beat them. I still, I still say, say to this day, day that if Zuccarello was healthy, we would have, we would have beat you, and I think we would have beat the Blackhawks. So there you go. Zuccarello yeah. – oh, God. Whew, like when I mean, they that's... said there was another player coming back, I was like, I swear to God, if we get Zuccarello. Oh, I if you might... got Zuccarello, I would have – there, there would have been a revolt. I would have an open yeah. revolt. Like if yeah. that if that was the package the Rangers got back for Mac and Zuccarello, I we wouldn't oh, be recording oh, this I podcast would, I, because we have such riots. I would expect people with picket fences like outside Madison Square Garden calling for blood. <laughs> I'd feel so bad for Penn Station. That station is such a shithole anyway because MSG sits on top of it. It'd be even worse because we'd yeah. be burning everything to the ground. Absolutely. Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I really appreciate oh, you yeah. coming on, uh, Greg. Do we have anything else? Hey, no problem, man. Th- thanks, for, thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, we're going to continue this podcast. Usually I would do a segment change, but I'm on a laptop in the middle of a hotel in Chicago. Um, so I'm going to have to just ask you politely to leave. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, guys. Fuck you too. Shit. <laughs> no, ser- seriously, Matt. Um, so much, awesome man. having you on, dude. Thank you for kind of sort of making me feel better about the prospects coming back. I mean, I just, I just tried to give you, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like sugarcoat shit for you guys. I'm going to, I'm gonna tell you it like it is, and I mean, I try. I try to look at all the traits as neutral as I can, um, and I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, man. It's, it's a little, just not even underwhelming. I figured it'd be one more piece for you guys. I really did. Yep, we agree. And <laughs> I'll be here crying if you need me. <laughs> looking, looking forward to looking forward to your celebratory piece on Rot Charge. Uh, oh in yeah, the next couple quick, hours. before you before you hit that hangout button, uh, what's your Twitter? My Twitter is uh, at Matt Estevez 89. My last name is spelled E-S-T-E-V-E-S. And we're the same age. Very nice. Okay. Um, Who's older, though? When's your birthday? Uh, August 5th. I'm older than you. I turned, I turned 29 last month. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I you're older than both of us. I, 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 got, I got another six weeks before I have to worry about that. No, you can go pound sand. <laughs> we'll, we'll be here. <laughs> Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy McDonough, man. Good luck this, uh, right. good luck this off postseason. Thanks, guys. Later. See you, buddy. Bye, right Um, Greg. Yeah, how buddy. do we even continue from here? All right. Let's, well, let's do a few let, more let's things. Try and wrap for a up. second, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's try for a second. Um, Zuccarello will be captain. Zuccarello is going to be the next Ranger captain. I I, I don't think. Here's the thing. If you name Zuccarello captain, I don't know how you trade him at the deadline. I mean, not the deadline, the draft. Um, I really don't I, – I can't see the Rangers making another significant trade now at the draft. For what? Yeah, I, I don't know they what don't, you – what do you give? Like, whose who's else is to ship out? Like, we didn't get DeHarnay, but that's fine. I mean, no one wanted him. That makes sense. 
well, you need at, at this point the Rangers need someone to play. Mm-hmm. Like, like, um, I, I just I don't know how you can if the goal for the Rangers, and I I still believe this was the goal, and I, I'll go to my grave saying it. I I this is the Yankee rebuild. They want to be good again. Come opening night of the 2018-19 season. They want to be back in the playoffs. Um, they have a lot of, they're going to have a lot of money. They already had a lot of money, but now you have, you don't have to worry about paying Miller. You don't have to worry about a McDonough extension and you have McDonough's entire cap hit coming off your books. Um, they got a, they got a massive hole on defense that they once again have to fill. And that's, that's not a knock on Kevin Shattenkirk. That's not a knock on how well the kids have played since they've been up. It's just the it's the cold hog fact. Right now, the Rangers do not have a complete top pairing. They have Kevin Shattenkirk and an open spot that they need to address. Um, could they address it in a trade? Absolutely. They now have the assets to go out and do that. Um, I don't know if it's it's not the the Carlson name that we threw out there. That was more in jest. I don't think it does the Rangers any any good to give up a heap of assets or to take all the assets they just got in Grabner, Holden, Nash, McDonough, and Miller and turn all those just into Eric Carlson. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, um, it makes some sense. It doesn't make no sense. I'm pulling up the free agent list as we do this. I, I think offensively, the way you look at it, KZB was going to be the or should have been the Rangers' top line no matter what going into next year. Yep. Um, Kevin Hayes and Ryan Spooner are Yikes. very talented players. <laughs> the Rangers, look, if, they, if, the, if the Rangers' goal here was to create openings next year for Heedle and Anderson, they did it. They did it. Um, I, I don't think, I think one of Heedle and Anderson, and I think it's Heedle, should be the guy that plays center for the Rangers next year. Uh, I honestly think Anderson should start out on a wing, ease him into it. I think if... If you got a one, two, three down the middle of Zibanejad, Hayes, and Heedle, you're, you're, that's a competitive team, especially when you consider KZB's the top line. Your second line in some way, shape, or form will include Hayes and Spooner. And you're, or you probably have to break up Hayes and Spooner because I don't think you could have Heedle and Anderson on the exact same line. So for the, for the theory of this exercise, let's say it's Anderson and Hayes. Heedle and Spooner. Then you have to fill two wing spots, really. Because, uh, look, we love Quickie. No one's here to speak bad about Jesper Foss, but that guy is best served playing flex minutes on the fourth line. Um, I, think so names, I, names, no, I think that's wrong. I'm going to argue with you. I think Quickie is a third-line player. I, I don't. Not, not, if, not if you're going to have Heedle as your third-line center. It doesn't make any sense. Mm. Um, so uh, free agents that the Rangers could target. John Carlson's a free agent. This coming season, 28-year-old defenseman with the Washington Capitals. I, I bet you he's a name we're going to hear a lot about with the Rangers. They're not going to touch Zdeno Chara. He's ancient. Nope. Um, Calvin DeHaan is not a top-pairing defenseman. Eric Goodbrinson already signed an extension, nor would I want him anywhere near this team. It gets bad from down there. Uh, they, they could – look, if the Rangers evaluate John Carlson a certain way, that guy can easily be someone they put emphasis on. I better not be talking on my ass. This guy better actually be a free agent this coming year. Unless he's <laughs> this that guy better actually about. do it. Let me look that up before someone on the interwebs yells at me. 
Um, they got holes, man. Uh, I think gun uh, to yeah, my head right yeah, now, of Ryan. They do. Well, gun to, gun to my head right now, I still think Rick Nash is coming back. Um, I think the Rangers are signing Ilya Kovalchuk, whether you like it or not. I'm excited for that, by the way. I really am. <laughs> well, we, forgot, we already forgot, trying to organize those lines, we already forgot about Nemistikov. He's here. He's going to play a middle six role for the Rangers on the wing. It really depends on, do you want to put him next year with, oh, man, that'd be, that'd be interesting. Hayes, Anderson, and Nemistikov as a line, and then you can get... That's not the worst. At the same time, it's hard to imagine the Rangers signing two wingers this offseason. I mean, they could, in theory. If the Rangers signed two wingers this offseason, I don't think... We have so much to talk about and digest. Um, Don Carlson is a free agent uh, at the end of the season, by the way. I I wasn't completely wrong about that. So as we've Um, talked about, we'll be doing a State of the Rangers next week. Um, we, long- have, we, we already had a lot to talk about. We have so the, much more to talk the about. The longest podcast we've ever done. Marketing the books right now. So stay tuned for that. We're going to have tons of guests. I believe we have. Do we, do we announce all the guests yet? Um, the ones I can confirm for you. Uh, Brandon Fitzpatrick is making a return. Brian Wotanik is making a return. Brandon Cohen, formerly of Blue Line Station. He's coming on. I believe our, um, our pod cousin, Joe Fortunato, is coming on as well. And those, those are the guys I've definitely talked to. I'm oh, trying to get some prospect guy as well to talk mm-hmm. about Hartford a little bit. Um, okay. Stay tuned for that. I, I don't want to say the name just yet, but I'm working on it. We, we got a lot, we got a lot to digest in the next couple of days. Oh, uh, it, it's been a hell of a, a deadline. More happened than I thought would happen. The, the Rangers, Ryan, the Rangers got holes to fill, man. Um, Spooner and Amistnikov are good pieces. They're both due paydays at the end of this season. It'll be interesting to see if the Rangers move one of them. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Rick Nash moving forward in this offseason. I think Kovalchuk, I, I just think it's a formality, quite honestly, with you. I, I have a hard time seeing Kovalchuk coming to the NHL and not signing with the Rangers. He wants to be here. It's very clear. We, we, got, we got a ton to digest, man. Yeah, we do. It's going to be fun. People, people were worried about we wouldn't have anything to talk about the rest of the season. Oh, we got no. a whole new can of worms. Uh, yeah, it's all open. You were like, this show only talks about AV and Nick Holden. Well, guess what? Now this show only talks about AV in the future. (laughs) (laughs) AV's going to – look, if you thought we talked a lot about Elaine Vigneault before these trades, AV should be – the next announcement the Rangers should make is we've relieved Elaine Vigneault of his head coaching duties. Absolutely. Greg, I have to unfortunately get ready to do actual work and try to post this podcast immediately and hope that it all recorded correctly. Yep. I got. I got. I'll uh, be devast- if if it did not record it correctly, I'll be devastated. So that's fun. Well, I mean, the Nash one worked. So. Yep. Whew. There's that. I don't know, man. What Follow- what a fucking day, huh? Yeah, Jesus. Follow us on Twitter at Blue Shirts Break. Uh, I know this isn't as long as our usual episodes. My apologies. You've gotten four episodes from us this week and immediate reactions. Uh, State of the Rangers next week. I love all you guys and and hey, stay safe out there because it's pretty dangerous. Hey, Ryan. Yeah. Syndergaard looked really good today. No, motherfucker. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We have plenty of baseball to talk about in the future. He looked, but he looked really good today. Fuck you. All right, we're getting out of here. Uh, I'm going to stop recording now. Love y'all.